Hello and welcome, everyone, to this uh, EPP Group talk on farming. We're here in the European Parliament in Studio 2. Uh, this is ahead of the European Congress of Young Farmers uh, in December. Uh, joining us are uh, guests uh, Bram van Heck, uh, president of the Grüne uh, Kring, a farmers' organization in Flanders. Uh, Bram, you're from a farming family. And two MEPs on the Committee on Agriculture and Rural Development. That's uh, Michaela Scheudrova of the Czech Republic and uh, Helbert Dolfman of Italy. And lots of issues, and we don't have a lot of time to talk about this, but, you know, obviously in this context of there's a food security issue because of the Ukraine war, we have rising production costs squeezing the farmers. We have regulation toward the green transition uh, to cut pollution and the use of chemicals. Uh, and, and how do we do that? Uh, and the aging farmer population, how to encourage youth to farm. And that's very much very important to, uh, to have Bram with us to talk about that. Bram, um, EU production was stable in 2021. How's it looking for you uh, in Flanders this year? We're going to get uh, some Eurostat statistics later in December, but what's it look like for you this year? What I can say is that for, for, um, for our farm at home, the dairy production will remain about stable, and also the pig production will remain stable. We had all over Flanders, as all over Europe, I guess, difficult climatic conditions, but um, well, we managed, let's say. Overall in Flanders, we see that um, where prices are low, um, there's a lot less production. So in pigs, there's a lot less production, a lot of vegetables, there's a lot less production. But I think what is even more important is not how the outlook looks for next year, but how the outlook looks further on. And what we see is that young farmers don't step into the um, the past um, or the, the sectors in farming where they can't earn money. So in the pig sector, we, we see that hardly anybody takes over the farm. Why? Because, because there's just no income in, in it for now. Same for, for some vegetables. And nevertheless, I think we uh, also tomorrow want to eat um, ham and bacon, of course. And we tomorrow also want to eat cauliflower and um, cucumbers. So we need those farmers, really. Um, and therefore, it's important to have stable prices in the long term. So I can say in, in Flanders that, um, while in the short term, we won't have any food shortages, for sure, and overall production remains. Yeah, is there will be some decreases and so on, but there will be enough for the coming years. Um, but I'm not so sure about the coming decades, to be honest, as we need young farmers to produce that food. Yeah. And so these are issues, among the issues, I'm sure are going to be discussed, Helbert, uh, during this uh, Congress of uh, Young Farmers. Tell us a little bit about this Congress coming up. Uh, sell it to me. Yes, yeah, sure. When we invented uh, this Congress some years ago, the idea was, uh, first of all, to create an opportunity for young farmers to meet and uh, then to award uh, good ideas, innovation, nice projects, because I personally think uh, to uh, bring young people into farming is maybe one of the big biggest challenges uh, ahead of us. That is the future. We need yeah, them. It's, it's clear that the, the next generation, there will be a big fight for young people because mm. we, uh, our generation, is going out from, uh, let's say, the market, uh, uh, the labor market, and uh, the next generation, at least in Europe, they are fewer than our generation. So mm -hmm. there will be a competition for young people. And only if we are able to get uh, 
farming attractive, um, we will be able to attract young people, uh, young women and young men. Yes. And, and attractiveness clearly is also, as Bram said, <laughs> uh, part of attractiveness is income. Because uh, yep. farming is not, some. sometimes I have the impression here in the debate in the parliament, in the political debate, some, somebody thinks that farming mm. is like a hobby. Yeah. But it's not like no. this. It's a job. You Try to, to get up in the morning and deal with the cows in the yeah, you know, and, and, at six a.m. Right? And you need to you need to um, to earn money from a job because if you have a family or even yeah. if you do not have a family, you want to earn something from from the job you are doing. But attractiveness is not only income. Attractiveness is also um, the question: How attractive is life in rural areas? Um, what is the infrastructure in rural areas? Mm -hmm. And it's also the public opinion, and, and I think on this I have to work, I very often have the impression, also here in Brussels, or maybe especially here in Brussels, there's a lot of people blaming farmers from the morning to the evening for all the things farmers make badly. But at the end, uh, this is very often people who never stayed even for one day on a farm or worked on a farm. So uh, with this, I'm not saying that you c we cannot criticize what's happening, but we should not continuously criticize right. farmers because this clearly creates another problem for attractiveness for farming. In so, so the audience really for this Congress is the young farmers to show them that there's something in it for them to continue. Uh, that's why we're handing out, or you'll be handing out these uh, awards for uh, best digital project, most resilient project, improving rural areas, as you, as you mentioned. These are all issues, Michaela, that, that need to be dealt with, and, and this Congress is gonna, is gonna raise that, is gonna highlight those issues, right? Yeah, of course. Uh... Uh, this uh, Congress uh, uh, will uh, award uh, some uh, farmers, some young uh, farmers uh, for their projects, for their work. But I would like to say that I appreciate all farmers because the situation is so tough. Uh, we are in permanent crisis, COVID-19 impact, yeah. uh, the uh, Russia aggression impact and climate changes impact. So there is the opportunity to appreciate all farmers, but especially for their project or innovations, resilience, uh, uh, and development of rural area. Of course, uh, we should uh, have their feedback. We should hear what they need. As, as Herbert said, in here in the European Parliament Agri Committee, where Herbert is our coordinator, every time we raise uh, the need to solve and to uh, help the uh, f this uh, agriculture sector especially young farmers. Now, uh, yeah, let's get some of that, uh, more of that feedback from Bram. In fact, let me pitch that over to Bram, because um, I know you have to leave, leave a little bit early in this conversation, so I want to front load you uh, as much as I can. Uh, can you tell us what, what is important to you to raise as an issue, not only at this Congress, but in that agriculture committee here in the, in the European Parliament? I think what is important for, for young farmers is that we want generation renewal, and, and to have to have the future of farming, it needs to be sustainable. But to have the future of farming, it needs to be sustainable, not only ecologically, also socially and economically. For us, that really means that we need to uh, give perspective to young farmers. Young farmers, young people will step into the sector. There's a lot of young people very passionate about agriculture. They now don't step into it because they don't 
they don't think they'll get an earning out of it because they think they'll get too much legislation because they they don't see themselves doing it because of everything that that comes to them and that's why we we really for example proposed a few weeks ago to do a young farmers test to uh, to test every legislation on what is the impact on young farmers how will we make sure that this legislation will help young farmers not only on the cap but also on nature legislation on sustainable use directives on, on any of these things that we also look towards that okay um, that's what you really miss for now as young farmers. right so you mentioned the cap the common agricultural policy let me let me let me go over to uh, Helvet about that because um, to what extent has cap been supportive of young farmers but to what extent does it need to go further and how well, there are in the common agricultural policy, there are elements to support young farmers. We have, um, we have in the sec- so-called second pillar in the rural development, we have uh, support for young farmers who take over uh, their farm. And then we have, um, we have uh, an additional payment in the first pillar that's been introduced. And uh, I think it's uh, that is extremely important because I fully agree with Bram. Uh, we see sustainability very often only from the point of ecological sustainability. But if a farm is not sustainable economically, and very often, especially young farmers, they need to uh, invest because they very often have good ideas. They want to do something new. They want to have a new activity. But they need and this is, to do that, right? And this is connected very, oft with, with, very often with, with investment. And I think mm-hmm. we need to help them to, uh, in, especially also in, the, in our far, uh, Young Farmers Congress, we saw in the last years, young farmers have wonderful ideas, wonderful projects. Uh, and it's really surprising uh, the, how, how, how innovative they are. But they need the support because otherwise it's complicated. Very often they start without having a lot of money. Right. And, and, and therefore, I think it is important to, and, and here I would like to see uh, the common agriculture policy even more active to support these good ideas, to support good projects, new projects, and support farmers, young farmers who are skilled, who are trained, who go into the sector, have a new idea, want to start with a new idea, and need to finance this new a new idea. Mikhail, do you want to add any more to that? I saw you nodding yeah, just, there, so just, I think you have something to add, right? Just something concrete also for our um, auditors, that uh, in the first pillar, we dedicated 3% of, from a direct payment mm. of uh, national envelope to young farmers, so uh, until 40 years. So there is the age and the national uh, national budget, uh, national ministries, they should uh, distribute to all young farmers this uh, uh, amount. So, and what I know for the young farmers, uh, it's very important, new, new technologies, uh, smart agriculture, uh, use digitalization and uh, also to um, to cope with the barriers, so less bureaucracy. We know that uh, there is big problem for all farmers, but also for young farmers, they ask us f- why we should do those papers, because it's not so necessary. So. Okay, but uh, Bram, what are you hearing on the ground there? What about all that bureaucracy? What uh, a, a couple of things you'd like to see changed if you were head of the committee here? Um, yeah, I, I think it's hard to say just a, just a couple of things for us it's it's really the the, the whole approach that 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 we need to also 
shift a bit. We really appreciate and we see that certainly the, the Committee of Agriculture is, is actually doing a lot to uh, to try to help young farmers, to stimulate innovation, to, to help them into the sector. But um, there's some, some, some bigger challenges that, that the committee now doesn't look at. Also, maybe because they think, oh, well, I mean, this is more commentary or something, for example. But for us, it's the whole picture. And I think if, if I would be uh, head of the, 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 the committee of agriculture, I would really want to look in, in more into the, the whole picture. I mean, it's not because you, you support a young farmer a lot to start that he will start. What are the other barriers? First of all, research that. Okay. And then make sure there's there's legislation implemented to 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 overcome that. Um, yeah, we really think as as young farmers that this is actually possible, that this is feasible. But we we miss a bit the the political courage now, and and we see that the numbers are actually uh, they are not good. We all know that the numbers are not good, and everybody does the best they can. But we need to look more integrated at the whole topic. See what environmental legislation does, what income does, and so on. And put that all together. Okay, so it's some of the parts. Um, Helbert, can we focus a little bit on what you're hearing from farmers' organizations yourself, because you have a lot of contacts, right? Um, how are farmers dealing with shortages of fertilizers and rising costs of production? What are you hearing? That is for sure a big problem of this moment. Uh, we have... Uh, huge disruption in uh, in uh, in our value chains and uh, this is f true for fertilizers uh, and we have uh, a long debate in the in the agri committee about about this um, we have the rising energy costs we have also need to admit we have also rising food prices so for some products like for milk for example we have a good price also for farmers at this moment okay. uh, but it is not this is not true for all sectors because uh, increasing inflation uh, clear or, uh, clearly uh, uh, is, is has also um, an effect on, on consumer choice so uh, we have more and more people uh, who unfortunately if they go to the supermarket they need to think what they are going to buy and if people need to think the first uh, the first products they do not buy is uh, premium products so we see a shrinking uh, organic market for example in this moment um, maybe they do not buy that much uh, fruit and vegetables because they consider it not necessary at so this what, moment so, so we see we like see a see different then, situation okay. different sectors we have some sectors in agriculture which are going quite well in this moment i would say uh, and where increasing food increasing prices cannot cover at least partly the increased uh, production costs, but we have other sectors, especially on fruit and vegetable, for example, where mm -hmm. we have, have very low uh, product prices and very high costs, and this is really uh, a very big problem then for, for farmers. I'd like to get back to that, but I, ha I know I have a few short minutes uh, left with Bram, and uh, Bram, I wanted to ask you how, can you give me a couple of ex examples? How can the EU help to make farming attractive to young farmers? Because you are the future. Um, first of all, make it have a positive, positive image. That is very important. Make sure that people look positively at it. That is the one prime thing. Secondly, an income for, for young farmers, not just by the government, but set up a system that, that guarantees the income of it better. And nowadays, we see that the income 
are uh, always too low. In Flanders, an average farmer earns 60% of an average worker, which is, which is way too low. I think these two things. And then second, uh, thirdly, make sure that a farmer can be busy with his plants and with his anim animals mostly and get an income out of that and is not burdened by heaps and heaps and heaps of administration. What about, what about digital access? What about digital access? That's something I want to go to uh, with Michaela. But, but can you tell us about that? Because I think a lot of farmers, and uh, including men and women, who would like to have better connection, digital connection out there in rural areas to do their job and also to live, right? Yeah, I think, I think to, to me, and I will end with, with that, in Flanders, the digital part is not a big issue. In Europe, I, I, I see with my European colleagues that sometimes it is an issue. Ah, yeah, right. But let's turn it upside down. Actually, if young farmers have access to, to, to Wi-Fi or have access to 4G, 5G even, they do amazing stuff. That's what we see in Flanders. Mm -hmm. They make apps all over. They digitalize everything. Well, that, I mean, it's very easy to make sure in rural areas there's, there's access to Internet everywhere. If you do that, young farmers will immediately step step into it. That's why we need young farmers, because they're so innovative. Yeah. But nowadays, they're indeed sometimes hampered, and we need to solve that. But from my side, it seems fairly simple. Just just make sure it happens. We did so many beautiful things already with the EU. Why would we not be able to, to bring 5G to rural areas? Yep. Abram, thank you very much. I think I have to let you go at this point. Let me move on uh, to Michaela, because... Uh, this thing about digital access, and, and, and you're also very concerned about rural development, it's all connected, isn't it, that, is, that issue? Of course. Uh, we know uh, about this problem. Um, it's a differ. It's a very uh, country by country, region by region. But I think generally in the EU, we have a program for the rural area for the re uh, that they can um, cover by uh, the digital network, digital uh, providers. So uh, we know about it. But we have, for example, in the recovery fund and uh, and uh, in the uh, in our uh, um, uh, other uh, programs, uh, mm -hmm. the local communities and the, the region they can uh, use the European money uh, for uh, um, free access uh, for all people, especially for the farmers too. So. Um, mm, we try to solve it because it it serves not only uh, for farming itself. You know, when you want mm. to do smart farming, right? You need you need to have five G to be more precise with the distribution of uh, of pesticides, fertilizers, what all, right? Yes, right, sure. Right, yeah. Yes, sure. And I think uh, we have examples of member states in the European Union, Union which left digitalization completely to the free market. And this does not work uh -huh. uh, because it's clear that uh, on a free market, it is not profitable to digitalize uh, a village in, in the rural areas. Or it's much more profitable to digitalize a city because maybe in one building in a city, you, uh, you have as many clients uh, for, for, for Internet as you have in a whole village in the, in the countryside. But the, I, I'm convinced people living in the countryside in rural areas, they have the same right to have access to digital service as somebody living in the city. Yeah. And this is a political um, uh, obligation. And this goes beyond the free market. So 
I do not accept as it happened in a lot of or in some member states when it, the, the, this this work uh, or there was a first fi uh, moment of digitalization left to the free market. Uh, the free market, the, the companies went only to the cities, they left the countryside behind, mm -hmm. and now we, we need to invest uh, public money to digitalize uh, the rural areas. This is unfair, and I think on this we should be very clear, because as you said, a lot of services connected with new ideas are connected with the, uh, with, with, with internet, if I see, for example, I'm coming from the mountains. A lot of farmers now, now have agritourism. How you, how you can you run a, 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 a small agritourism if you do not have internet? It doesn't work. And yeah, you have a lot right. of other examples where you see that you need this, and and you cannot cannot accept that houses in the countryside are simply left sure. uh, without digital services. And, and to innovate in farming, you need to have that, that digi digitalization as well. In this innovation, uh, there is also this green transition, transi uh, transition toward a, a greener, more earth-friendly uh, kind of farming. How do you uh, see that, Michaela? There are many opportunities. Uh, today we discussed about, uh, about fertilizers, about access to fert uh, fertilizers, and we are speaking about new type of fertilizers, about uh, green fertilizing, about uh, a new uh, uh, techniques and uh, new genomic techniques, which are uh, maybe less, uh, uh, they, they need less of fertilizing. So mm -hmm. they are uh, new biotechnologies which we can use uh, uh, to increase production and to protect nature and uh, with maybe less pesticide, maybe less uh, um, artificial uh, fertilizers. So they are new technologies, but we are now speaking about uh, now recent crisis, which yes. is uh, has uh, immediate uh, impact. But for the uh, we can speak uh, for the next years, we should and when we should provide new uh, new technologies and new plants, new varieties of plants, new fertilizers, bio pesticides. Uh, so mm -hmm. we have new opportunities. We have a money. We have a budget. But now there are the crises. As what was so important that Bram said that he that uh, all farmers they need positive image, mm -hmm. and we try to do it. We explained that uh, farmers they provide furniture for us, the food for us. They are absolutely important. Maybe the time this crisis is also opportunity to show how important are our farmers. And what did they do for us? Yeah, and, and you said of all ages, uh, uh, younger farmers can maybe sometimes be more innovative because they just got out of school, they have more up-to-date uh, you know, uh, agricultural engineering techniques. Um, how, how can that be uh, encouraged to, to, to innovate? And also in this context of the green transition uh, and the pressures that we're facing on food production because of food insecurity uh, in the context of the Ukraine war, a lot of different parts there, but those will be issues that will be discussed at the Congress. And how do we reconcile that between uh, making that green transition uh, and food production right now, Helbert? It is ex extremely important to have skilled people in agriculture, but I think here agriculture is exactly the same as each other job. If, if for each job 
you need skilled people. And some, sometimes I'm a bit surprised because uh, um, today or you cannot be a medical doctor without going to the university before, or you cannot be a cooker, in a, a chef in a, in, a, in a restaurant without going to school before. Mm -hmm. But everybody wants to be expert of, of, about agriculture and there is no need, uh, let's say, for a proper uh, training to to be a farmer and I think farming is an extremely important uh, thing because farmers produce our food and food is is an important thing maybe it's more important than cutting hairs or, or making uh, producing a, a touristic offer or something something else so we should recognize that this is a job where people need to be highly skilled yes. we should invest in these skills uh, we should invest in schools we should, uh, and I think this is also part of the, of the image, because as Bram uh, rightly said, uh, we need a positive image for farmers. And this is also connected with, let's say, uh, a vision of this, of, of, of this job. And I think people need to recognize that, as I said before, that this is not a hobby, uh, not they're just doing something yeah, this is a job yeah. this is an important profession and these and these people are, are day day after day they are producing our food and this is this is an important uh, uh, thing also for for the for the society as a whole which is a big reason why this congress is happening is focusing on innovation the awards that you're going to hand out mm. are all about innovation aren't they Michaela? Yes, all those things will arise and uh, there is a big chance to show how uh, young farmers are innovative, how they are uh, pre good prepared. Um, they are a very interesting project about uh, social entrepreneurship. Uh, they, uh, they show how, uh, what is their role in the uh, labor market, in the food production, uh, food product transparency. They do a great job. So um, I think that uh, there uh, we will exchange uh, our experiences. And there is the, also the reason for this event, for this uh, Congress, and to invite uh, um, uh, many uh, those farmers who will uh, participate. Yeah, and I think it, a part of that is also making it improving the image, right? Farming can be, farming's cool. Of it course. can be cool. And right? appreciate them to show that, that the European Parliament and institutions are here for them yes. and that we appreciate their work, absolutely. Great. I think that does it, unless somebody has something to add. We're good? Yeah, thank you. So I wish you a successful... Farmers Congress, thank you, thank you uh, very thank much you. Uh, uh, to Bram, uh, wherever you are at this point, and uh, to uh, Michaela and to Helbert. Thank you all for listening uh, to this uh, EPP Group um, talk on agriculture here at the European Parliament. Uh, look ahead to that Farmers Congress uh, in December at EPP Group for more information, also eppgroup.eu. My name is Chris Burns. Talk to you next time.